Welcome to Spectacular Slovakia. My name is Michaela Terencani and my guests today are Don and Pat Stoll. We will take you to SPAS today. Hi Don. Hi Pat. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Um, Don and Pat are American travelers and they are both part of uh, our team of authors of the Spectacular Slovakia Travel Guide. Um, and with this job you have seen quite a bit of Slovakia so far, haven't you? We have. <laughs> and and we've come back for more. You've come back for more. So you've been to Slovakia several times before. The first time we came was in 1999 for a family wedding. Mm-hmm. And then we returned again for the spectacular in 2012, 2013, 2014, and now 2018. So this is our fifth trip to Slovakia. Yeah. So you've got the um, you you've had you have had a chance to compare. Uh, how has Slovakia changed uh, compared to your previous <laughs> experience? Well, since uh, 1999, you can see enormous changes in infrastructure. You see enormous changes in the whole country. The attitude of the of the people, um, the the way in which people live is significantly different. Uh, we we were struck the first time we came with the abandoned factories and the old buildings and the broken down roads and um, just the, the 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 whole feeling that we were in a country that was going through a massive change at that time. At the end of the 90s. At the end of the mm-hmm. uh, end of the, the uh, 20th century. And mm-hmm. then when we came back in 2012, we found a modern European country. So one thing that you have experienced a lot uh, during your past trips to Slovakia is the SPAS. And uh, you have noticed the very first time you came uh, to SPAS in Slovakia that it's slightly different to what an American traveler might expect. So what are the biggest differences? What, uh, what surprised you? when you first came to do? Well, I think the important thing about the spas, we're probably the only Americans who have been to nine spas in Slovakia over the years. Uh, But probably the most important distinction to make between American, the American spa experience and the Slovak spa experience is that when you come to Slovakia, you're not a client. When you're in the U.S., you're a client or a customer, and it would be more akin to what you think of as beauty treatments. You go to the spa for a massage, lava stone, you get your nails done, pedicure, manicure, facial. It's a soothing experience. When you come to a Slovak spa, it's a much more medical experience. Mm -hmm. It's starting to change. I think Slovakia embraces both wellness and and beauty treatments as well as the spa. But when you look at the hardcore spa treatments, you're basically a patient. People come because they have something wrong. They're recovering from an operation or they have muscular joint problems, uh, gynecological problems, and they're coming to feel better. And so when you come to the spa, you you're really a patient. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the clients are older and you see people that want to get well, mm-hmm. and you're treated like a patient. So there's quite a difference uh, in the experience because of that. So does that mean that you interact with doctors while you are in spas? Yes. What happens is if you're actually going for the spa treatments, not as opposed to wellness or beauty, but if you're going for the spa treatments, then you do see the doctor. And they usually, uh, it's a very cursory examination, maybe mm-hmm. five, ten minutes, uh, probably less if the doctor doesn't know English. But basically, they're trying to ascertain uh, what's your blood pressure, your weight, do you have any special medical problems, any kind of medications that would counteract with the spa treatments. So they want to make sure that you're safe. They wouldn't mm-hmm. put you 
you in an electrolysis treatment, for instance, if you have a pacemaker, you know, or something okay. like that. Uh, but it's a very, it's very quick and it's very non-threatening. Uh, it's not a painful procedure and it's not invasive. It's just really more of an interview. Uh, okay. And then, then you get a, a card with all the spa treatments uh, after the doctor sees you. Okay. The other difference uh, I was just thinking about when you were talking is. A spa experience in Slovakia is a, a whole experience. It's not just a treatment mm-hmm. because generally you're in a spa environment, a spa village, and um, you are in between treatments. Um, even the process of going from one treatment to the next is a uh, more relaxing time. The, the focus is on not just taking care of your physical problems, but I think trying to get you to relax and get rid of the stress of the life that you bring into the place. So it's it's an escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, it's not like you're trying to get away from something. It's just that when you're there, it's really all you think about. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that's a very nice thing for people who live... Um, Busy, busy, and stressful lives. Mm-hmm. So the thing about the um, escape is also that when you have a diagnosis that is for which you can get treated in a spa, as a Slovak citizen, you usually have your stay reimbursed um, or, or the treatment reimbursed from your health insurance. And those stays are then really long. People go to spas for like three or even four weeks. Yes. So how, how long were your stays in the Slovak spas usually? <laughs> Most of the time we would be there for three, two or three or possibly four days. So we never had the entire three-week experience. But we talked to people who were there who had had the experience and who value it and actually come back year after year if they can Mm -hmm. because it's such a nice part of their life. It's like a vacation that also helps you. Yeah. Okay. So what you've done the two or three days, more or less like a weekend uh, trip, is uh, getting quite common for Slovaks too. Um, you go and have a weekend in the spa to, to relax. Which of the uh, spas that you have visited was your favorite or what did you like best? Well, all the spas have different qualities to them, mm-hmm. uh, but probably out of all the spas that we visited, in terms of the actual water, mm-hmm. uh, we really enjoyed Trenčianska Teplica. Trenčianska Teplica. Yes, mm-hmm. and I'm glad you're repeating it because as a foreigner, it's very difficult for us sometimes to pronounce the Slovak towns that we've been in, and, and so it's always good to have someone. We yeah. always hear a Slovak behind us, you know, saying yes and, and, and repeating it correctly, so thank you. <laughs> um, but we, we really enjoyed it there because I think the water is different mm-hmm. uh, in each of the spas, mm-hmm. but uh, there is a Cena bath there, mm-hmm. and it's a very relaxing and tranquil experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, you descend into the bath, and you're there for about 20 minutes, mm-hmm. and when you get out, they wrap you mm-hmm. uh, for about 10 minutes, and you really just relax, mm-hmm. and the minerals soak into your body. Mm-hmm. And I do feel that it really makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other place that we enjoyed um, very much was Pishtani. Pishtani. And, mm-hmm. and uh, we, we did go there in 2012. And they had a very, for me, which was a very unusual mud treatment. Mm-hmm. Uh, they literally brought out a fire hose and squirted the mud mm-hmm. on a table. And then I laid on the table. And then they put more mud on me. And then wrapped me up. Now, the mud was very hot. It sounds a bit scary. It was very hot, and it was very soft mud. 
And that was my first treatment in Slovakia, and I was a little bit surprised, <laughs> to say the least. And on top of that, it, you know, it gets a little claustrophobic because the mud hardens, so you almost feel like you're a mummy or a sarcophagus <laughs> when they do that. But the but it felt real, and of course the language barrier. You know, people are very nice. Uh, you know, the spa attendants are very sweet. So we do a lot of uh, gesturing with hands, and they tell us you know what to do. And for the most part, we can understand each other but I was lying there and the the mud was on me and then it started to get hard and I just said you know what they've been doing this for hundreds of years and I'm in for the experience and I'm just going to enjoy it and when I finished I you know there's a shower right there and my skin felt better so that was a very unusual treatment Uh, other spas will just put like a a mud pack uh, on your neck or on your back Mm -hmm. uh, and you get a little bit of mud on you but nothing like the Pishtani experience but it was but it was a very different experience for me and one that I enjoyed very much Mm -hmm. you have recently visited the Nimnica spa that was probably your last spa experience in Slovakia wasn't it Uh, a few days ago and um, that's probably a little bit different from Trenčianska Teplica and Piešťany because it's not such a world known and and such a you know it's not not the real spa town with all the fun but they call themselves the youngest spa in Slovakia because they really just were discovered as a spa in in the early 1950s when they 1959, were 1959 I believe 1959 mm-hmm. and um, uh, the spa took on um, the spa quality and it's not in a town it's out uh, some distance from the nearest nearest village and it's in a beautiful beautiful location but everything happens in the uh, confines of the spa so that was that was different than what we had a had encountered in other spas that we had been in. Um, and also the, the the water is not hot water. It's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's not thermal water. It's not the thermal water, which is like, in my experience, was between 38 and 40 mm-hmm. degrees Celsius. It was between 10 and 12 degrees. Okay. And they heat the water with gas there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you do get you do get the bath and you get the experience of being in the water, but it's, it's different than the naturally heated water. Mm-hmm. But we enjoyed, but we enjoyed that spot very much. Uh, it was very thoughtfully laid out. It was exquisitely landscaped. Mm-hmm. The uh, to see the dam and the lake, the river Va. It's right in the valley there, mm-hmm. uh, and the environs were beautiful. Where you, wherever you walked, you could see something just uh, lovely. And mm-hmm. the the flowers and the landscaping, uh, it was spectacular. And mm-hmm. you could see that there was a real uh, sense that it was a family-owned spa, and it was uh, part of the. It was part of the community. I think they have about 200 employees there, which is important. So they're, they're they are important to the economic mm-hmm. lifeblood of the area and of their community. Plus, the food was good. Was yes. it? <laughs> yes, the food was good, and it was crowded. Uh, maybe it was there. Maybe it was an unfair comparison because we're there on the weekend. We were there mm-hmm. on a Friday and a Saturday, but there were a lot of people there, mm-hmm. uh, and and we saw younger people with children, mm-hmm. uh, as well as the older people. They have a wellness center. And out of the, the three spas that we went to this past time, it, this one had a salt cave. Mm-hmm. So that was a very nice experience as well to just uh, to just uh, lie there in the chaise lounge and breathe in the salt. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of our minutes for forty five minutes. <laughs> and one, but one of our colleagues during during their treatments, our colleagues, they were telling us that someone fell asleep and snored during their treatment. So <laughs> someone found it very relaxing. You know, like that's that's the point to to relax. <laughs> that's right. Um, 
uh, one thing maybe about the accommodation and the food, you mentioned that the food was good in Nimnica. How are the uh, hotels and the accommodation facilities in these places? Is it any different from regular hotels or what should be expected? Well, it, in a sense it is, in another sense it isn't. I mean, it's a regular hotel. Uh, the rooms are very comfortable. Uh, they're well appointed. Um, the In our experience, uh, we had full board, so we ate all our meals at the place, and uh, that meant we were probably eating more and, and different kinds of food because we were eating more healthy, perhaps, than we mm-hmm. might have had we been just eating fried schnitzel. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and and but the the accommodations there's usually several different places you can stay sometimes they're owned all by the spa itself mm-hmm. and other instances there's um, hotels in the area that cater to spa visitors this this was the experience in Trenchansk to police it there's they have three uh hotels that are that are owned by the same the by the spa mm-hmm. and then there's dozens of small hotels that have grown up in the area mm-hmm. and people come back regularly either to one or the other and the experience is a little bit different mm-hmm. uh, we stayed at a separate hotel that was a full service hotel it's called the hotel flora and um, we were within walking distance of everything we needed to be mm-hmm. but It was different than being in the spa, which was okay. more, I, I don't want to say more clinical. But well, well, I think that's what you pay for, though, mm-hmm. too. Uh, the, usually the hotels that, are, that have the treatments uh, close, mm-hmm. or, or even sometimes the treatments are on the first floor of the hotel, they usually cost a little bit more money because mm-hmm. of the convenience. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hotels that are on the perimeter of the spa properties mm-hmm. uh, usually cost a little bit less, or people are looking for different experiences, and maybe they want more of an upscale hotel experience, but uh, they're going to have to actually go to the spa, mm-hmm. which is a little bit inconvenient, uh, mm-hmm. depending on where it's located, but... Uh, we typically found that that uh, the spas that that had the accommodations right there, that's what you were paying for. Mm-hmm. And the other thing, look, looking back to what we noticed between 2012 and 2018, is mm-hmm. that the accommodations are getting much better. Mm-hmm. They're reconstructing hotels. They're redecorating them. It's now much more like a luxury vacation than it was when we first started. Okay. Uh, so is there anything that you would like to recommend or some message to send to people who are maybe considering uh, trying out the Slovak Pass? What well, should they prepare I, for? I do have a recommendation. I say stay away because right now they're not too crowded. Um, and if too many people come, then it won't be as nice for us as it, as it is now. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, it's, it's a, a unique experience, at least in our lives. And it was a, a wonderful Um, it's just a very different way to spend time and a very rewarding way to spend time. Okay, Don and Pat, thank you for sharing your travel experience with us. Thanks for listening. If you like traveling around Slovakia and have recommendations you would like to share with our listeners, let us know at spectator at spectator.sk or on Facebook. For full information about traveling in Slovakia, visit shop.spectator.sk to buy our Spectacular Slovakia travel guide. This was Spectacular Slovakia with Michaela Terencani, brought to you by the Slovak Spectator, Slovakia's English-language newspaper. Special thanks to Tomáš Rybár for post-production of this podcast.
Spectacular Slovakia is available on spectator.sk, SoundCloud or iTunes with new episodes out every Wednesday evening.